And we're live, live, live with another episode of Tall Light Talk. This is Casey. This is Chris. Not filmed in front of a live studio audience, but we're here. We're we're ready. It's getting there. (laughs) It'd be amazing one day just to have people like clapping for us and heckling us. Yeah, it's it's coming. Um, So let's get right into the news, man. Um, We're going to start with Marvel. Uh, we'll go through DC, Star Wars. You guys know the drill by now. Um, but in the top of Marvel news, Jude Law has been cast as Captain Marvel in the Captain Marvel <laughs> movie starring Brie Larson and supposedly Ben Mendelsohn as a Skrull. Um, Captain Marvel will be a mentor type role. Uh, to Brie Larson when she gets her powers, uh, Carol Danvers. What do you think of this Jude Law person? <laughs> Jude Law? Come <laughs> on, man. This guy's just showing up in all these movies recently as if he's like some great movie star. No, I um, I think this is a really great casting. I love Jude Law. Um, and this is probably a great fit for him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I've been really waiting for it, the news that Marvel would be part of this movie and it's kind of you know he has such a it's an important beginning of carol danvers um her her powers and i it's just i was kind of perplexed when he wasn't like the character wasn't announced from from the get-go and now here he is and great casting great casting yeah i also thought um what's really interesting about this i mean i like jude law so I like that he's taking the role, but at this point now we have uh, Sherlock and Watson movie and TV versions with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law and um, you know Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. That's always that the Marvel Cinematic. That is some great movie trivia right there, kid. It is. It is. <laughs> so yeah, someone pointed that out to me the other day, huh? So that that will bend many a minds. Yeah, it, it well, yeah, it could, it could. Um, all right. So uh, last episode we announced how Brian Michael Bendis um left Marvel, and we thought about you know we talked about how huge of a shakeup that is. Even bigger shakeup now is Axel Alonso, who's the um, chief uh, editor, is now getting replaced by CB uh, Keb. Kabalski. Um, I'm not as familiar with this guy's work. You know what I mean? Axel Alonso has been Marvel editor in chief for so long. I just, I, you know, I don't, I don't even know, but this guy has done a lot of stuff. Uh, it looks like, a, you know, just going through his um, biography. He, he's done a lot of stuff for Marvel uh, throughout the years as a writer, um, not working at, anything that i care about whatsoever uh which I, like the marvel manga verse um like which i actually just found the other day and i'm going to give to my my niece for christmas but like you know he's he's worked on the runaways a little bit and young avengers but like really i, I guess he just kind of to me showed up out of nowhere the right place at the right time I guess. I, I don't know what the heck's going on with Marvel. I mean, it's it seems kind of a mess right now. Yeah. I mean, very much a mess. 
uh, I mean, they for all the all the shit they've been getting in the you know in the news and and all their bad quote unquote bad choices uh, mm-hmm. and 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 fan reactions and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, we're we're also talking about a comic book company here that you know every comic book company goes through these ups and downs and you know everybody jumping ship or getting rid of your you know your your long running you know head of head of everything it just you know <clears throat> it just doesn't look good for the company in, in that aspect to me uh they're trying to make these drastic changes and will that really work will that fix what you've done for the last 5 years if you want to call it the last 10 to 15 years you know kind of that slow downward slope of uh just not putting out great 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 stuff so yeah it's i was surprised when i heard that that little bit of news the other day uh so we'll we'll really see if it if it changes in the near future yep maybe he'll stop making so many events (laughs) event 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 um, well, that's 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 what I you know they just announced another event and oh, yeah. and I was just like when are you guys gonna learn that nobody gives a shit it's like if you do it like kind of how DC is doing it where it just works kind of very well into like the the narrative that's going on right now that's one thing but you know people have come out and told you we're sick of this so stop announcing it yeah yeah that's the thing it's like. We've got the Batman metal series doing its thing, but then we also have, okay, so I will ask this because I have not read it. I don't mean to jump over to DC so fast, but mm-hmm. judgment um, or the doomsday clock just came out. Is that in the same continuity as metal is, or is that a side continuity or do you know? I don't know. Okay. Um, a, because I am, vastly behind in my reading and not very happy about that. But, um, you know, so my question to you, since you've read it is, do you feel like the events of metal are happening within this rebirth universe? Do you think that it's, no, they are, they are. Okay. Yeah. There's there's specific tie in comics, you know, to all of them, detective and green lantern and everything. So where's your timeline where doomsday clock fits in? I don't know now that I'm I'm asking the question I don't know where Doomsday Clock fits into the right because like the metal tie tie in seems like it's it's going along with their stories in sync. Um but I guess I have to read Doomsday Clock. And if you guys know, tweet at us uh at DFA Towel or email us at don't forget to towel one at gmail dot com. Genuinely interested. And uh Facebook, you know, I, I do wanna know about that. I mean, from what I've what I've heard about what happens in this comic, and the fact that DC's rebirth is really built around this whole Watchmen, um, you know, integration. I think that it asked it. I mean, they both exist within the same the same world, and they they've got to line up at some point. I'm sure that metal happens before Doomsday Clock, but well, at these, this point, you think it takes place same well, time. Okay, you know what? Because I don't know what exactly is happening, there's a good possibility that it does take place all before Doomsday Clock or all before Metal, or it takes place at the same time, but just kind of in the background. Because I mean, really, technically, Metal has been happening since the beginning of time, you know, um, in the background. So 
it's uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, you know, and Jeff Johns started this rebirth thing, and I think he knows what's up, and um, you know, he's doing Doomsday Clock. So sorry, I know we we're talking about Marvel news and <laughs> got into a little bit of a little bit of DC Doomsday, um, but anywho, uh, Jeff Johns, we trust. That's it. We'll see about that. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Johns, I trust. Jeff wow. Johns in comics, I trust. Let's we'll see what this movie situation ends up being like. Yeah, because because every time we mention Jeff Johns in the movies, it's like Jeff Johns actually there, or is he just kind of standing in the background? Right. So, someone like over his shoulder yelling at him, going, "You don't know shit." We he's like, or he's like, after Justice League, we're gonna fix things. I hope like, to God. All right, anyway, <laughs> let's get back to Marvel. Um, James Franco is in talks for a multiple man movie. Uh, Simon Kinberg, uh, one of the head execs over at the X-Men side of Fox, um, stated that. Do we need it? Do we care? Do we like James Franco? You know, you know what's your thoughts? I care. <laughs> okay. I, I care. Um, listen. I love, I love X Factor. Um, one of my favorite runs of X Factor was the Peter David run, where they were just very much a neighborhood detective agency <clears throat> trying to help mutants during the whole decimation events where there wasn't very many mutants. It's a very cool detective story that could be told if you're going like the X Factor route. Now, some of the X Factor characters are actually tied into the new mutants movie, uh, so could there be a you know an X-Factor movie in the future, yes. Do we need a, a, Mad, a Madrix movie, a multiple band movie standalone? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I love that character. I don't, like, this is the this is the thing that we always talk about. Like, oh, let's just start announcing these comic properties that kind of don't make sense to be making because does it fit into the overall scheme of things? Is this a cable movie? No. Is, you know, is this, a, is this a character that a lot of people will recognize and, and care about? I don't know. Uh, probably not. No, 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 no normal person. I can't say multiple man, even to my wife, who's getting pretty adept at things. And and she's going to tell me who is, who he is. Um, Well, I mean, Madrix has appeared in the X-Men movies. Yes. Yeah. He was in X3. um, And I could see it being a cool heist type movie with, you know, this one guy and, with again, with one guy playing multiple characters, you can keep the cost really low for making it. But I, I don't know. I don't care. Like I like James Franco for sure, but yeah. I do not need. Like you said, if you told me that there was a Cable movie and Bishop was in it and Cyclops and Gray, and it was like this weird time travel, Back to the Future action film, yeah, I'd be there day one. And I, I you know, I'll be there day one for Multiple Man, but still, it, it, you know, I, I just don't care. Um, so, so big news Infinity War trailer uh, footage has leaked on Twitter specifically um, and because of that I think Marvel has to push up its timeline the Russo brothers today on Twitter put up a thing just an animated uh, number three but I think that gives us the indication that in three more days uh, we'll be getting the Infinity War trailer um, I thought it was going to be Avengers three. Also Avengers three. That's true. You know, maybe it's not that, but I'm thinking it is, but you know, I was hoping to, they were going to put it on star Wars and wait, but 
at the same time, three days is in, is the fifth season uh, premiere of Agents of Shield. So in space, in space, <laughs> yeah. Because you know everything that happens in space always ends up good. See Jason, Leprechaun, Hellraiser. <laughs> I don't know. At least the horror franchise when they go to space, it, just, it never works out. <laughs> and they and they put them on that fr- Friday death slot. <laughs> Which yeah. I think they survived once, actually. So, uh, we'll see. This this show just seems to keep coming back, and um, you know, last season was good. I I'll tell you that it was it was definitely the best of the seasons, and they're back at the eight o'clock slot on Friday night. So I don't really understand like that whole process of uh, thought right there. After you put out a darker, more mature, sh- you know, run on the series. And well, then that's why, because they can yeah. go even darker at Friday nights. At eight, I guess. I mean, yeah. that's what Con- Constantine was on at eight, and it didn't do him any good. So, nope. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, the footage is online. I saw a little bit on Twitter, and I, when I say a little bit, I saw like the face of like uh, Falcon and somebody. I didn't watch any of it, but um. With that being said, Variety has released a bunch of covers today um, showing us a look at all of our Avengers. um, And the one that stuck out to me the most was in the posters for Infinity War, you see Captain America with a beard, um, you know, looking looking a lot more grizzled and and older cap. But in the uh, Variety covers, you actually see a clean-shaven Captain America wearing his Winter Soldier outfit. Oh, they just imposed that image. (laughs) He couldn't be there that day. (laughs) Yeah, I think... or Yeah, they just took their promo images from Winter Soldier and threw threw them in there. Yeah. I feel, though obviously I can be completely wrong, this movie's probably, because it's split in two, again, there's a before and after, someone's gonna die, probably some flashbacks. You know what I mean? Like, they maybe just got them on the day of shooting where they're all like in a flashback type scenario. I don't know, but we'll see. Nobody's flashing back with that blonde hair on Black Widow. I don't know what the hell. Like, oh yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. I mean, we've seen that before in the other promos, but now looking at her not artistically rendered, it just it looks really weird to me. I mean, I know that. Well, she's. Past, I mean the other. I mean the other version of Black Widow in the comics. The uh, Yulina, whatever her name is, she's blonde. Yep. I mean, so I mean, we've seen that before in the comics, but it's just it's weird to s- wonder why they're doing it this way. Well, you know what they could do is they could be fighting the because isn't that what happens in Infinity where they could be fighting like evil versions of themselves? I don't know. I mean, that's see that seems uh-huh. it does uh-huh. seem no, it's fine to think that way, but then what what's the point of having Thanos's black guard or whatever? I mean, that just seems like. Well, we're seeing we're so seeing, much stuff. There's two movies, man. Who knows what the fuck's happening? Right, but I mean, if you're gonna say that, if you're gonna say that, then you know what would make more sense would be scrolls. I mean, it's like why would you have evil well, versions? I'm know? saying part two quite possibly could be scrolls. That's that's what we're hoping. That's what we are. They shooting it back to back. They did shoot it back to back. Yeah. I just personally, I think Thanos needs two movies, and yeah. there's n- there's nothing to say that he's not in both movies. He really could be. I don't know. We don't know. We, we, I guess in the preview, we'll see a little bit more because the preview is very Thanos-heavy from the one that got shown at D23. So, I mean, there could be that 
final battle in the you know right at the end of that movie leading into the next one so right we'll i'm hoping that. we see king the conqueror show up <laughs> oh, we'll see we'll see um all right so that's it for marvel news moving on to dc uh we talked a little bit about doomsday um justice league premiered last weekend uh i think did we talk about it I guess I did because I saw it. You didn't see it. You can read my review on don't forget to tell.com if you want to hear that. But anyway, um, the movie is sitting at about uh, 400 and I think 78 million as of this morning worldwide, um, which after two weeks um, isn't that bad. And it really doesn't have any huge competition again, though Coco did beat it this weekend. Um, but as far as like adult competition again, until uh, Star Wars. So, which is in 19 days. 17 uh, days, no? 17 days? I don't okay. know. I don't I did know. The, I did the counter yesterday and it was 18 days. for. Okay. So 17 days until Star Wars comes and comes a knocking. But I don't know if it's going to get, 600 million worldwide. I don't know. I hope it does just so that it doesn't dissolve the rest of this, these plans that could actually be fruitful once we get these movies out of the hands of Zack Snyder. Even though I'd like, you know, here's my, here's my thing without even seeing the movie. Personally, I think that, I don't even want. Never mind. We'll talk about that after I watch the movie. <laughs> okay. It's frustrating, like because that's the that's the overall thing. I like why people are like let's let's start this fucking petition to see Zack Snyder's version, even though we all fucking hate Zack Snyder's version. We all want to give him shit for it. Um, you know, I have a, I have a little bit of an issue with that. I mean, it's like people are like I like it enough, I hate it. You know, it's like it's a it was a mess to be. It was a mess from the start. And unfortunately, it was doomed to fail. So hopefully, in my opinion, it makes the money it needs to be a hit, quote unquote, and it doesn't ruin people from you know working on it in the future and hopefully fixing it, fixing everything that's been broken for the last five years now. Well, the thing is, is that it needs it needs six hundred million dollars to break even. Yeah. It probably won't. That's to break even. That's not to make money. <laughs> and it it probably won't, or else it will come very close. I I don't know if I would necessarily say that this movie was broken from the start, unless I would say, like, I just don't believe in Zack Snyder, which personally, I'm a Zack Snyder fan. I think right. the dude knows how to shoot movies. I don't know if he necessarily knows how to write them. As much as I like Sucker Punch, the rest of the world hates it, and... Even I can admit it really doesn't make any fucking sense. It's a great movie visually, but it doesn't make much sense. But then on the other hand, you have Watchmen, which is like. A but he didn't love Watchmen. He didn't he co-write it though. Uh, let's see. What Whatever. I mean. Of course he didn't. Okay, here's the thing. He didn't write it, but it was such a love letter to the movie, of the comic, in the first place that they did such a good job with the characters and and bringing that world alive that. Mm-hmm. Like why why can't you do the same thing for DC characters? Is it nobody knows where they should exist on like the spectrum of like of, of family friendly versus dark superhero? Like where uh, they just they get they get lost within themselves. 
I th- I think like so. All right, all right, yeah. David Hayter is the person who wrote um, Watchmen. Watchmen, and he did like X Men, X Two, Scorpion King. <laughs> he he's he's not really had a lot of stuff after that. Um, after Watchmen, but I think with like Zack Snyder, Alan Moore murdered him. <laughs> Zack Snyder is. Uh, a very divisive director. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd like to see him, you know, go back to like horror or something like he did with Dawn of the Dead, which is, mm-hmm. you know, really good. Or maybe even make like a smaller film, you know, like how Michael Bay will do that every once in a while. And they usually end up being pretty great. I think that they're still going to make the movies that they plan on making um, that they have announced, because I'm pretty sure that someone at Warner Brothers who may be smart, saw Justice League a long time ago, you know, that it, the cut, and said at that point, okay, Nightwing, Batgirl, Deathstroke, you know, basically Titans. <laughs> We're going to set that up, and maybe, like, that's the next big thing instead of Justice League 2. Maybe it's going to be a, a Titans film, Flash, you know, Cyborg, like, they do something with, like, the younger characters. I don't know, and Chris, until you watch it, you won't know, but I, I don't think, like... Zack Snyder in an extended edition isn't going to solve any problems. Uh, Zack Snyder being gone in an extended edition, seeing it isn't going to solve any of these problems. The only thing that's going to solve it is like a whole new course correction. See, what you said right there about bringing these younger characters and doing these movies, you know what, man? What I don't understand about what they're doing with this is that they have a proven track record with these TV shows. And the fact that they're doing this right and they're, they're doing justice to most characters on those shows... So why <clears throat> you have this Titans TV show coming out? Why would you do a Titans movie? Why would you, <clears throat> you know, if Deathstroke works on the small screen, you fuck it up on the big screen? You know, I don't, these are just stupid little questions. But how long will DC struggle with making movies? You know, before they realize we should just put more money into our TV shows. Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of uh, Deathstroke. We got to look at him. Um, they put that out. Yep. You know what? That's in the that's an end credit scene, right? He shows yeah, up. Yeah, I'm kind of annoyed that they did it, and I didn't want to say anything in case you didn't know that. I was. I did. I didn't know until the other day. And the thing about it is that it does annoy the fuck out of me because what's the point of like, you know, I don't, I don't know, like the whole new guys thing with like Steppenwolf. Like, why would you kind of? divert away from that to like more of an injustice society like um that you know that idea of legion of doom or whatever you want to do um when you're trying to set up this whole new gods where i, I don't know i gotta well, watch again watch the movie i know watch the movie so let me ask you a question so the, did you see that thing online where they they're like remember that music video with the joker uh yeah yeah. Did you see that online where they show like the background of that where it's like that pink sunset? Yeah. And then you're uh, talking about the pa- purple Lamborghini song from the Suicide yeah. Squad soundtrack. Does Joker show up in that end credit scene? No. no. See, where is he going in that that music video? That's the question that people are asking online because the background is exactly the same as that Deathstroke picture. Sunset, um, pink sky. It's it's when you look at the two vo- photos next to each other, it's like. It kind of makes you question it. I thought I'd, it was kind of a neat comparison. I'd, I'd have to watch 
I'd have to watch that video again because I didn't I didn't see any of those rumors or whatever. Um, I will say that that end credit scene probably got me the most excited about <laughs> the thing, but because we had because we heard about Deathstroke being in it and then he's not in it and Joe Mangianello was not in it and then he was you know what I mean so for me seeing it was like well that guy just lied the whole time because clearly he knows what's going on and that got me super excited that again to see Deathstroke because I was like well holy shit like what do they want to do with this but then if you read my article too it's like kind of along the lines of what you just said even as cool as it is, is it going to even go anywhere? Because you haven't announced anything like with Lex Luthor and Deathstroke and all this, like, does it really mean anything? And I don't know if it will with how bad Justice League is getting panned. So anywho, um, another piece of despicable news. uh, (laughs) Speaking of things that are horrible. Uh, Andrew Kreisberg, um, one of the guys along with Gregor Berlanti who kicked off the whole CW thing, um, has just been kicked off uh, the CW uh, universe because of uh, sexual, uh, you know, misconduct or allegations or harassment charges, whatever. So shitty. (laughs) Because that dude's hands have been all over Supergirl and Flash and Arrow and... You know, I really have liked what he's done, speaking of CW stuff. And, you know, now he's found out to be a despicable piece of shit who deserves to get fired for sure. But I also am very sad for the women, but also for the fact that we just lost a huge creative force in that universe from Andrew Kreisberg. Yeah. The list. Every day, something else. (laughs) Yeah. And it's shocking sometimes. Like some people, I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I have you know, as bad as everything is, it, it, it has to happen. And oh, it I should think, happen. I think in the long run, it'll benefit us. Um, hopefully. I, I don't want to get political, but I hope, hopefully it, it helps us, you know. As a society. Some, some work done as a society. Yeah. Especially for that high up point there. I agree. Um, so, uh, okay. So Harley Quinn animated series got announced for the DC streaming service. Announce a price and a date and I'll be there because I, the more I hear about this, this streaming service, the more excited I am. I'm more excited about this than the, as no, much as I, don't say I, I am because <laughs> You're gonna eat all, those fucking it, words when, all the, those, when the live action show gets announced. You're gonna shut. No, up. no, that's fine. But it's like, com- comparatively, like the library that we'll get with the DC stuff, like all the animated series, all the live action series, all that's they have a huge library of things. They do. We'll go on this, and now three exclusive things, three exclusive titles from Titans, the Young Justice season three, and this, this, this is great. I mean, this is exactly the kind of cool stuff that DC does and they do right. And um, I'm excited for the streaming service. Um, it'll be nice to have the entire, you know, animated series at your fingertips, even though it's on Amazon, even though I have the DVDs. Right. Um, but it, it justifies me not having to go buy the Blu-ray, you know, this kind of, it, it's cool. And I think that an adult themed Harley Quinn animated series will be Is a lot of fun. Movie? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what they're, that's what one of the articles I read that it is, it's more mature, which it hmm. should be. Should and be. if they, and it was, I guess the rumor that Margot Robbie will voice her. So we'll see. That's very interesting. Okay. That was yeah. I will say that out of the two streaming services of Disney and in DC, um, I I am excited for Star Wars live action show more than I'm excited for anything else. Period. That's just of course. But just like you said, that's unspoken. Yeah, right. But just like you said, I mean, DC animated, and it's funny because my wife always asks me the same thing. She was like, "Oh my gosh, like why can't Marvel do animation?" And my sister was like, "Can't you get my niece into?" some Marvel shows. And I was like, not really, unless you want to go back to, you know, I'm not going to, she's three. I can't show her X-Men and Spider-Man yet. And they got this DC superhero girl show, which shows powerful women, you know, who are fighting for themselves. Like, and they're here, here's my little niece. So I'm sorry. Marvel doesn't know how to fucking do it yet. You know, what, you know, what Marvel had was that superhero squad, but that was like all, fart jokes and stuff it was not that good it no, was she watches hulk agents of smash but but that's still even a little bit higher than her age a little you know? bit. we're, we're kind of gonna wean her off of it but yeah it's like dc really does do a phenomenal de- job we watched uh we watched justice league um action action we watched almost all of them this okay. <laughs> week over thanksgiving break so that yeah. show was amazing. That was really it was very good. It's so fun. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, and the final piece of DC news, Crisis on Earth X, the crossover, uh, starts this week. Um, tonight. Tonight. Which is Monday the 27th. I'm not You're sure. positive, though, because it's... Why is it only two days? I thought it was only two days. It's not all four ep- or three episodes like they did last year. I think it's only two episodes. I don't know, but it starts tonight on Supergirl. That's okay. what the promos are saying. And you're right. I That's a little confusing. Will they do it only in the three shows? Will Arrow... Will they they Arrow only did it on three shows last year because, remember, Supergirl really didn't have anything. Uh, I wonder if Arrow won't have it. But then Arrow's always the one who leads everybody in these things. Right. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You know what? I'm two weeks, two I'm weeks behind, behind now on behind. my shows, so I'm catching up. Um, I actually got caught up on The Walking Dead last night. Um, Watch that some other time. That, that show, this season, is nuts. Um, it just doesn't stop. Uh, yeah, that actually, I've not watched Punisher because it got slow and I got bored of it, and I got, I need to catch back. I gotta get back into it. You guys can't hear my face make a guffaw. That show, my wife just said that was her favorite. Is it show. good? And I need, I need the time to dedicate to it. <laughs> there, there. So I think what it is from for, I'll just briefly, sorry, jump back to Punisher because we hadn't mentioned it, but just speaking of like great shows, I think it's not necessarily the Punisher of the comics, and I've been a longtime Punisher fan since since the late 80s, that's when I started reading Punisher. Um, there's some moments that are, are pure Punisher, straight out of the comics. They rip the panels out, and it's, it's fantastic. But the military stuff, the PTSD stuff, like I personally think they do such a fucking great job with it 
like that it it's just a cool concept on its own and it's a good thing to address and the gun control and stuff like that like i think like they really do deal with like some good political issues in a smart way but the last two episodes are such pure punisher Mm. that i was just like okay this is it like they, and I was waiting because she was like, well, what's the, your favorite one? And I go, I just need to see if they do something in this last episode, because if they do that, it's up there. Daredevil, it goes Daredevil season one and then Punisher as the top. As, I mean, because it, it really is phenomenal. <laughs> Good. I just got to get to these micro episodes. <laughs> micro episodes are hilarious. He's they are, but funny. I keep following. I, I start watching them late. and Don't I watch it at 12 o'clock at night. Just... <laughs> Listen, I haven't played video games for four months. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. All right. So this is a good time to take a break as Chris uh, yells. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. Bye. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi. Over 20 points of articulation. Great sculpting. And look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com. Geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions once again! Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! Back after those commercials, let's get into a little bit of Star Wars news. Um, nothing too crazy. Um, in the latest trailers, which I have refused to watch, but I have seen some screenshots, um, there's these crystal foxes. Um, they've got known as the, the Vulpex, and um, they reside on Crate. Um, I've been reading the Princess Leia book, and Crate, she happens to go there. There's a lot of crate action in there, and it, it seems like it's a sand, like an all sand planet, but not like Jakku, like more like a Tatooine. Not like that either. More like white, white sand. Yeah, yeah. That's why they blend in these crystal foxes. So, did you oh, see the video for that? No, they have that. the uh, they have a video for how they made the animatronics for them. That's up I'm, on. I'm waiting. I, so I've got. My- <clears throat> weeklies i've got like all this stuff i'll end up getting the making of book after last jedi i'm binging on all the stuff that i haven't read because i really have been in almost complete 
like isolation over all this shit. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's a new book coming out the next week here. The the mini stories, the Canto Bite. Yep. So which will give you a background on where we'll meet up with, I guess, Del Toro's character. Um, yep. Dark Jedi. Ezra Bridger. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, Ezra the Dark Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ass, the asshole Jedi. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. The art of of Star Wars: The Last Jedi is due out on December fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, all those books are gonna hit soon. The Vigil Guide, um, all that stuff. It's gonna start pouring in I don't on see us. The Vigil Guide in here. I got pre-ordered on Amazon. Oh wait, sorry. The Visual Dictionary. I usually get those for Christmas. Those I don't really <laughs> care as much about. I didn't. Books, you know what? I didn't care at first. I fucking love our books are great, but if like I felt, I felt the same way about those visual things. But then I got the Force Awakens one. And it's it's pretty awesome. I have it. It was. I mean, it was, it's not bad. Like it was good to learn about uh, what's his name. Like, um, I keep wanting to say Wedge, but you know it's not Wedge. Greg Greg Gumberg. Yeah, Greg Gumberg's character. Yeah, it's great because then you start reading the uh, aftermath. And then he's in it. All that great stuff. Still haven't read that either. Um, I will end up getting it probably for Christmas, as most of these things are ordered for me. Um, anywho, so then the other piece of news, real quick, that we got here was uh, the Vader. Um, wait, I'll tell you what it is. new hope. So, so remember the first Vader that came out was the Return of the Jedi version. It's not it's not exactly the most in-scale figure, and that's one of the biggest complaints about it, uh, that it's... The issue is with figure arts is that they're, they come up small a lot of the times with, in comparison to other six-inch figure lines. So this New Hope Vader <clears throat> uh, goes to the cloth cape uh, instead of, like, with molded plastic on the inside capes, which is kind of weird. But um, this one does measure in a... At about the size of the six, the new six-inch six Black Series Vader, which is a nice, uh, a nice size for a Vader figure because you don't want him like. So is know, it Skywalker seven inches? Or... Like, what's the difference? <clears throat> uh, I don't. It's in centimeters, so I don't know. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like it's really close to the the scale of that Vader. But... Okay. Well, I guess like when you say it's six inches, but it's in a different scale. Like, no, like that doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, no. When it's at a six-inch scale, that's what you're basic. Then it's is it taller? Probably. It's probably like the size of that Chewbacca. You know what I mean? Because they're supposed to be the same height. Okay. And two meters are supposed to be technically. Okay. I'll try it. Um, probably yeah. get it. Not like I, I don't you know what? I don't know though because when you look at the figure, <laughs> I read the review on on the Foosh today, and the head, the head is fuck. Looks kind of stupid. Um, oh, really? They're comparing it to the original head on the uh, first Black Series figure, uh, the, the one that Ugh. people hated. But now people really love that new Black Series figure. It's supposed to be like the ultimate Vader figure for some reason. I have it. I just <clears throat> you're not don't, taking it don't. out. So yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like three thousand miles from here. Yeah, it's beneath yeah. you. It's beneath you right now. Absolutely, it is. Um, all right, so yeah, that's Star Wars news. 
Let's see here. So we have a new Hit Girl comic coming, um, written by Mark Millar, with the second arc getting written by Kevin Smith. Um, This comes off the news that, as well, uh, Image Comics is going to be putting out trade paperbacks of all the kick-ass stories so far. And... There's a new Kick-Ass comic coming as well with a female Kick-Ass. So, and it's all an image, which I am a little curious how that worked. I don't know if like when Netflix bought the Millerverse, um, if they got all those rights back from Marvel, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really know how all that works, but anywho, image is, is putting out all these Kick-Ass comics. Cause I think that was under, uh, yeah, it's, it's under pre-contract before this. No, but who did who did Kickass? Was it Avatar Press or Icon? It was, it was Marvel. Was it? It was, it was Icon, was it? I I <clears throat> look. I'm looking right now. Yeah. Nope. Yep. It is. It was Marvel. Yeah. Under Icon. Yeah. Okay. Because that was like one of the first. I like really when people started noticing Icon, and. Yeah. Well, Powers, that was too, which also actually just got dissolved. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole, I also read, I mean, these were all, they were all contracted before the Netflix thing, so we knew that we were going to get one more character from Mark Millar uh, before the whole Netflix thing takes off. And I mean, they're People try to milk that, you know. I mean, if it's already in the works, then it's going to happen, and then I'm sure that it gets passed on over to Netflix after this. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, really, what I want from the Netflix world is an animated Kick-Ass series, anyhow. So it's like, oh yeah, please just just let's get on that. I think I think we will. Uh, you know, I I definitely think we're going to see. I mean, my my thing would be wanted the real way. Um. As a as a show, mm-hmm. uh, actually, and I'd also really love to see Super Crooks, Super Crooks, as a mini series, either animated. Actually, though, I think with that one, their powers aren't so out of control that they could do it live action for cheap and do like six episodes or something like that. Because I know they're probably going to try to milk the Kingsman thing because it's in theaters, unfortunately. And and I and I like it. Don't get me wrong. I actually still need to see the Golden Circle, but. I think that they'll try to milk that more than it needs to be. And even Kick-Ass right now seems to be kind of milked, but at the same time, I love those fucking, I love all the books. I love the Hit Girl comic too. Kick-Ass 3 was amazing. So, I don't know. You're preaching to the Mark Millar choir anyways. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Speaking of animation, uh, Pixar released a new or first trailer for Incredibles 2. Um, Did you watch it? I did. How is it? I didn't watch it. It's it, it's a teaser. It's okay. nothing except. Do you want me to just tell you? I mean, it's no. I mean, I'm okay. going to see it in front of Star Wars. I was just waiting. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's purely a teaser that shows nothing except for Jack Jack. Yeah, it's an extension at the end of the first film. Basically. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've said it before. Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. <laughs> um, and, and that will it, ever be made. <laughs> shocking to me. I did not realize this until I was writing up the trailer. Is it 13 years since the first movie? I don't know why it seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it's 13 years old. 
Yeah, but that was the like, first time that I really remember Michael Giacchino, uh, like actually standing out. He did the soundtrack. If you have never heard the incredible soundtrack, it is the best James Bond soundtrack you will ever listen to. <laughs> it's so good. But that got me into him, and he's obviously gone on to do just some amazing, amazing scores with the Apes movies and um, anything that J.J. Abrams does. I mean, he did Lost. He probably did Alias. Like, he's done Up, Ratatouille. I mean, the fucking dude's a genius. So, um, anywho, Incredibles, next year, I will be there opening day. I cannot wait. Love it. Um, okay, so Danger Girl, uh, written by Andy Hartnell, uh, art from J. Scott Campbell, one of my favorite comic book series. Um, has been acquired by Constantine Films um, for TV and movie development. So there's been a long rumor of Danger Girl coming to the big screen ever since the 90s when the comic came out. Um, it's a, it's, it is the perfect mix of Laura Croft, Tomb Raider meets Indiana Jones. I mean, it, that's what Charlie's it is. Angels. Yeah. Well, and meets... Um, James Bond. I mean, <laughs> it's all those things combined. It for me, I think it could be really fun and great, but it really depends on how they get. It, they're gonna do it. But I love Danger Girl. If it means more Danger Girl shit comes out, like toys and <laughs> stuff like that, I'm all about it. I I have I was actually going through my old comic books and I was like, I have a lot of Danger Girl. <laughs> really good stuff. So we'll see. See what happens. Um, we also have, uh, Mario movies are being planned with the Illumination studio. Illumination's best known for Despicable Me and Minions. Um, they're actually a really good animation studio and we have not seen Mario on the big screen since the nineties. And we all know how well that worked. So an animated Mario movie, uh, could be pretty cool. Sonic's getting an animated movie, so let's, why Ratchet, not? I mean, Ratchet and Clank had it. I mean, this Ratchet is... Ratchet and Clank movie is good, and people yeah. did not like it. This is this is the medium where video game movies should probably exist. Yeah, they should not go to live action. It doesn't no. work. No, Mortal Kombat being the best one. <laughs> that's that's the point. I mean, it's just like, would you, would you like to see a Legend of Zelda live action movie? Maybe. Would you like to see a Legend of Zelda... CG movie? Absolutely. Would you like to see a Legend of Zelda TV series? Yes, he would. <laughs> yeah, of course. But if you saw an Artie Shanker uh, anime like he did with Castlevania, Legend of Zelda, that would be insane. That's what I'm fucking saying. It's like, uh, my wife asked me every day, when's, the new, when's more episodes of Castlevania coming back? <laughs> you I said, just wait till February. It's like six months. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. It's like these, there's the medium. Desire for these movies exists. Desire for these things to be made into some kind of series exists. But why do we keep struggling to make live action movies that are shitty? So that's all. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's dumb. But we'll see what happens. Mario, it could be fine. Um. I don't even want to talk about this one. Stupid. Um, season four trailer of Black Mirror. 
um, came out the other day, really highlighting one episode, which is Archangel, which is directed by Jodie Foster. So that they have not released the date yet. I knew that it was supposed to come out early next year. Um, if you guys haven't seen Black Mirror, watch it. That's all I can say. It's one of the greatest pieces of sci-fi, period. It just really is. It's just, it's, it's sci-fi, it's horror, it's thought-provoking, it's fucked up, it's awesome. And you should be watching Black Mirror. And if you need one episode to watch, it's San Junipero. <laughs> one of the greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, they're really, like, they're hour-long movies that could easily, every single one of them could be in the theater and make tons of money. Because I know they probably only cost like a million dollars at most an episode, if that. And I could see all of them making a ton of money in the theater, personally. Agreed. So it would be uh, it would be great to see what they're going to do with season four. Obviously, Jodie Foster is a huge name. I don't know if she directs other things. Maybe she does, but you know they got some big names behind it. Uh, they did last year with. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard and stuff, so this is good. Oh, I just got a bunch of stuff from Amazon coming in. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and finally, uh, as you guys know, we do a Pursuit of Plastic podcast. Um, it's sometimes. 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 <laughs> We're still going to do it. We're still going to have our dedicated episodes to the Pursuit of Plastic, um, where we'll really talk about in delve into uh, the histories <laughs> yes absolutely yeah. but what we also wanted to do is highlight um some toy news in every one of our towel light episodes so chris i want you to lead this first little edition of our your pursuit of plastic off please excellent well we love mesco and actually mesco was the the theme of our last Pursuit of Plastic uh, yeah. episode. And uh, the Mezco 112 Collective Series is a point of contention uh, at some time, you know, at most, most times uh, <laughs> with, with fans, of the, fans of the figures, uh, with some people being more upset about the way they release things than others and how the pre-orders work and stuff like that. So... I mean, we've t- we talked about this in the last episode, so I don't want to get too much on the negative train about it. But this is there is a good point to this. I mean, this month we've received four figures uh, that well, no more, more because that Michael Myers went up. So five figures in the last month or so uh, have been put up for pre-order with uh, with hopes that you know we'll get them within the next year, which sometimes is not. Uh, is not happening. Maybe maybe it'll change in 2018. Who knows? Uh, the biggest one to hit. Uh, we've all been waiting for this uh, this new deluxe Joker figure. Uh, they had, they released the one last year that was you know met with mixed reviews. It didn't come with enough accessories. The face sculpt wasn't great. Blah blah blah. So at Comic Con this year, they announced that they would be doing the deluxe figure. Now. From previous uh, experiences with deluxe figures, we we saw that the Punisher was put out at a price of about one hundred thirty dollars to have all those extra accessories. So, what 
you know, where would the Joker fall in that? We were expecting, you know, about the same price, but uh, lo and behold, they just dropped the Joker last week, uh, and it was it was out of nowhere. And that's and that, in my opinion, I like that because it doesn't it allows it doesn't allow the scalpers and snipers to get ready, you know, to be there to just order as many as they can and and drive it out. Because being a deluxe figure, it's very limited release. I believe it was about twelve hundred pieces. Um, and luckily that the both of us were able to get ours locked in. Now this for ninety dollars. For ninety ninety dollars, yeah. I mean, that's a ten dollars above the regular price. Yeah. Um, this is this, in my opinion, is a great move on Mezco's part not to not to overcharge this figure. I mean, it does have four head sculpts, which you know, five. It's a, five. Yes, I'm sorry, five. Four. It comes with four extra. Yeah. Um, and that's. That's insane to me that 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 ten dollars would just cover that alone. So um, kudos to you guys uh, for you know dropping this the way that uh, that I feel was probably the best best approach to the figure and allowing the re- like us common common people to get the uh, <laughs> at least get one for our collection without it selling out and it sold out within about a day or so. Uh, so now it's, it is on, on, on wait list. What do you think the next deluxe figure is going to be, or what would you want it to be? Because you think about the Joker and he's known, he, he literally is known for some of his accessories, like the squirting flower, the, the teeth, the bat, you know, the giant mallet, a gun that has bam on it. Like he is known for all those things. Just like Punisher is known for all of his, guns like what's another character that's known for having a large variety of accessories without having to change out full costumes like there is four versions of wolverine that they're putting out because he has four different costumes same thing with deadpool um who deadpool could probably have quite an assortment of uh weapons as well but what are your thoughts on that or do you have any i I don't because I haven't really thought that far ahead for this because <laughs> I, I, I don't have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of support for the company. I don't have a lot of faith that things come out on time or as planned. I mean, take a look at like that that weird punk Joker. That weird punk Joker, I don't think is ever going to get announced or released because why would, like maybe down the road for people that miss both of these, but, um, I just feel like. We say this every time. They need to go. They need to slow it down, and they need to put out what they've announced. Um, mm-hmm. We're sitting, we're sitting on this Joker Deluxe figure that was announced after everything at Toy Fair that was shown off. That we have, you know, at least three fourths of those have not even been up for pre order yet. Um, mm-hmm. So where are we, you know, in this in this long run, you know, wait? Right. I, it's it's. It's hard for me to say yes. I would love to see like a, a deluxe Batman figure with all of his da- gadgets. I would love I, to see I that. I would love to see that. Yeah, like a modern like that's we're doing this this trilogy of figures. We're doing the the, the first appearance of Batman with the Ascending Knight. We don't know what's in the middle, which will probably be more like a modern day Batman. Well, there figure. is Batman Beyond. Well, it's, and then the future is the Batman Beyond figure. It'll get announced. So I mean, what's that? What's that middle figure of this trilogy of Batman figures they're doing? Let's hope for maybe a deluxe Batman figure with a ton of ton of gadgets and stuff with him. So, what were the other figures again announced? So, uh, we knew that Thor and Hulk, 
the Ragnarok figures were coming eventually. Those both got released within a week of each other. Our the pre-order went up within a week of each other. Uh, I ordered a Thor. I did not order the Hulk yet. I have not. I'm kind of on the fence about it still. <clears throat> but that, I like to look at that Thor a lot. So it's it's a good looking figure. Um, and then finally the Aquaman figure as well. So we have these figures that are released around the time of the movies, which was smart. Uh, but then we're not we're getting the John Bernthal, aren't we? Oh yeah, that's right. So that's right. So they announced more figures that and 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 the 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 other two Justice League figures of the the Flash and the tactical Batman suit. So it's okay. like that's a lot of figures. That's a lot of figures you're announcing that you still haven't put up. You announced John Bernthal, but you still haven't put up the, the Daredevil. Where's that? Where's where's our Charlie Cox Daredevil figure? Um, that kind of stuff. You know, it's 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 frustrating. Like to me, and I I know we've already had a discussion about this like off the show. I'm more interested, and in, they started out this way with comic accurate figures. I'm more interested in that than these licenses to the movies because. I, I'm very happy with the Punisher that I have. I don't need one that looks like John Bernthal. Like, if you told me that we're getting a, you know, now the next Wolverine figure will be, like, Logan with, uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackman, there's already five other Wolverine. You know what I mean? Like, give me, like, these comic-accurate figures. Like, I'd rather see a Walter Simonson Thor than a Chris Hemsworth. If you would have announced that first, I would have ordered it. I don't need Chris Hemsworth Thor. I get where you're coming from. It's it is a cool figure. It does look like the actor. It's a great fucking movie. But at the same time, like I want my Thor that looks like fucking Thor. Yeah, <laughs> like, like his leopard, leopard print boots and everything. Yes, like that's that's it. I'm sorry. Like you know, you did a good job with Captain America, but we know when Infinity War comes out, there's going to be a Chris Hems or a Chris Evans. Captain America the- figure, and then the Ant-Man, and then the Falcon, and then blah, blah, blah. And it's like, give me the ones that look like the comics. That's what I want. Everyone else has fucking licenses up the ass with Fig Arts, uh, Mayfax, Hasbro. Like, just, can I just get these comic book accurate figures? Because that's what you're doing very well before, Mezco. Like, your Joker, you did a really good job with that fucking Joker, because you finally did it comic book accurate. That sold out in two seconds. <laughs> that's it. Then you put these classic, these classic character looks as as exclusives that nobody yeah. can get their hands on, and then they're like, "But those oh, are the ones that people want." Aftermarket prices are over two hundred dollars. I mean, it's like, uh, why? Like, if I wanted that 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 original Red Skull figure and his green fatigues, Jeez. I would get it, but I don't, I can't get it. I can't even get that yellow and blue Wolverine. And yeah. you know, it's it's tough because you know what? I'm a collector. I buy a ton of shit. I, I buy versions of characters like that, but at the same time, I'm just like, I question like why why are people buying like these like you see the displays? It's five Punishers, it's five Deadpool's, it's five Wolverines. It's like, do you, that's 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 some intense collecting right there, especially at that price point. So the demand is there for these these figures, and they continue to hash out. These these similar ones, you know, so in the different costumes and stuff, but they can't make anything. They're not putting anything new out. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is they don't even put out the character that they've originally announced. Like say 
in the example of Wolverine, where the brown and yellow Wolverine was announced first out of everything, but we get the Tiger Stripe Wolverine before before that, or the Old Man Logan before. You know, it's it's kind of I don't understand the release. Same thing with the Miles Morales Spider Man. We get that before the regular Spider Man. I haven't even got my Mesco exclusive Deadpool with the Headpool, which should have been out before the other ones. I mean, they've released the regular version of Deadpool. Where's the exclusive version? Mesco right, still right. hasn't shipped that. I, I, I they started out doing really good comic book stuff. Green Arrow, yeah, perfect. Dark Knight Returns, yeah, Flash, perfect. Judge or yeah, Judge Dredd. Like, but now that they're getting into the advanced licensing game it's really become a double-edged sword because like Shazam looks great. Like the characters look fucking great. They do. And that's why we love it so much. And I know we went off a little bit more than we probably should, because you can listen to our other Mesco episode, but I just want these comic book licensors to make comic book accurate figures because those are the ones that are more in demand than anything else. That John Bernthal is going to go for $40 on Amazon in two months after it's released as opposed to the DX one, which is going for over 200 because it looks like fucking Punisher. That's it. That's what I want. That's what the fans want. But, you know, it's new. It's a new game. They've been doing it for two years. You know, let's hopefully they'll work the kinks out. I'm, I'm hopeful for 2018, and, you know, one of us will be at Toy Fair, so we'll see. actually need to remember to get my uh, pass for that. I need to put down... <laughs> I should probably apply for that, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know when that goes on. I think it's usually in November. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Because I know uh, PAX is coming up too. So, anywho, anything else you want to say? Or do you want to tell the people where you can find them? Find us? Nope. They can find themselves. <laughs> Go find yourself. Yes. Uh, we are on the interwebs at don'tforgetatowel.com. You're... Daily source for all things geekly. Now, movies, toys, video games, you know, all that great stuff you listen to us talk about for an hour and rant. Uh, you can read about it as well if you're still into reading. You know, I don't know how many people still read these days. They read. They read our articles, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, what about the uh, the socials? So, we're on, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. DFA Towel on Instagram and um, Twitter. Obviously, Facebook, you can find us as well. So thank you for everybody who's doing that. Thank you for everybody who's been listening lately. There's This has actually been one of our biggest months. I'm hoping with this episode, it actually projects us to our biggest month, um, which would be great. So thank you guys really for listening um, and giving us the support throughout the years. Um, I know, again, we've been hinting at how much we have been working on the back end. As far as the site relaunch goes, um, we are very close. To, it's real. All yes, of it. It is real. Um, very close to uh, the site relaunch. And, you know, we're just working out some final details, but it's coming soon. It will come before the end of the year, um, which we only got a month, so it will have to come. <laughs> and uh, so stay tuned for that one and uh other than that you know this is casey saying um read your comics that's where all this shit comes from read them read them comics this is chris we'll see you next time